Got ourselves a finance-only piece coming your way right now. And I appreciate you guys, man. I appreciate you guys as always. I appreciate your time, your attention, you know, inside of the cube and listening to my financial thoughts. But for those of you guys out there that may not know, if you want more of an advanced discussion that's centered more around options trading, then definitely check me out on Tasty Trade, man. I'm so humbled and honored to be able to host a daily show over there amongst other things. But my main thing, my flagship show from theory to practice every day, one o'clock central standard time for a more advanced discussion. Whereas F cubed is very much, you know, beginner holistic finance talking about, you know, investments and credits or in credit and budgets and all that kind of stuff. But check me out on tasty trade every day, one o'clock. Hey, Jim Schultz here for the f Cubed Podcast. It's a Wednesday, man, and so I wanted to I wanted to pipe something out to you guys that uh, I think is pretty pretty relevant given the current context in the financial markets. And the idea today is really pretty simple. Volatility means something. Like volatility isn't just a number on a screen where you wait for some threshold to be breached and then you pounce and that is not without any costs or drawbacks or side effects. I mean, volatility represents something and it represents a lot of something actually. And so given the fact that the markets are really whipsawing around right now quite a bit, I really thought that you know, a topic centered around this idea would appeal to those of you out there that follow F cubed for, you know, for some financial commentary. And so I want to appeal to both the active traders out there and the passive investors out there, because I know that there are many of you that are in either of those camps or or in one of those camps and maybe not in the other camp. And so volatility matters to both of you for different reasons. And so for my active traders out there, right? Especially those of you that might follow me through Tasty Trade or you might watch Tasty Trade on your own or whatever, you know that we like it when volatility spikes. We like markets like these. We like markets that whipsaw. We like markets that bounce around. And a big reason why that is the case is because more volatility from a strategic standpoint can mean more opportunity. Now, what does that mean, more opportunity when volatility spikes? Well, I'll give you a couple things to think about. If you are an active trader, and if you understand the basics of option pricing mechanics or the mechanisms behind how option prices are determined, then you know that more volatility means that option prices are going to increase. If volatility spikes, it means that option prices are going to follow suit. And so generally speaking, you know, if you are a premium seller, if you prefer to sell options, then that's going to be a really positive thing for you. All other things being equal. Now, all other things aren't equal as they usually aren't. And we'll talk about that in a second. 
But just assuming that they are, th- this this is a really positive thing because instead of selling an option contract for a dollar, you're going to be able to sell it for a dollar fifty or a dollar seventy five. Now, in one sense, at a very basic level, this is no different than running a business and being able to sell your product at a higher price, right? Like if you if you were in the business of selling, you know, Cracker Jacks. I would much prefer to be able to sell my Cracker Jacks for $3 as opposed to $2. I mean, that's like literally common sense. Well, at a very, very high level, bird's eye view type stuff, it's the same thing with options. When you have an options contract, you are the seller or can be the seller. If you choose to take that side of the transaction, then being able to sell it for a higher amount is going to be a benefit to you. Well, the second thing that happens when volatility spikes is... So volatility has been shown to exhibit a tendency to overstate or overestimate what the expected future moves in the marketplace are going to be. And so that might be a a mouthful for you if you're just starting out and if you're kind of new to finance. So let me break that down into really simple terms. The volatility that is in the marketplace right now, that number, that level, is determining is helping to determine, I don't know that determining is a word, so we'll go with helping to determine the future expected ranges of all the stocks that are in the market. So every single stock that is in the market is looking to some volatility number to determine, okay, what is the most likely outcome? What is the most likely range going to be in Tesla or Apple or whatever? Well, what empirical research has shown many, many times, and what the guys at Tasty Trade have shown many, many times, is that volatility number today tends to overestimate what the ranges are going to be in the future. Well, if you're selling premium, without getting into the brass tacks of what that looks like, if you're selling premium, that is a big benefit to you. If you're selling premium, if you're selling options, that can be very advantageous to your position. So, in summary, more volatility means more opportunity. But, I just said two minutes ago, it's not ceteris paribus. It's not all other things being equal. Because with that volatility having spiked, with that volatility having increased, you are now going to have to buckle in, man. You better strap up for a bumpy ride. Because that volatility that just spiked, that volatility that just doubled, that implied volatility that is on the rise and expanding, that means that your positions are going to take some heat. That means that the stocks that you have options on are going to be tested and you're going to have to be able to respond accordingly. You know, staying true to your mechanics, following the process, sticking with the principles, whatever it is, right? You're going to have to be ready to endure some wild moves. It's not going to be quiet. It's not going to be calm. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have to be ready. So that opportunity comes at a cost. Well, what if you are a passive investor? You may be thinking, all right, Jim, like, uh, you know, you should feel lucky, Jim, that I'm even still tuned in because I'm not down with any of that active stuff. And hey, I feel you, man. I mean, the passive side of the argument is a strong side of the argument. Absolutely. But if you are a passive investor, I would argue that volatility still brings you opportunity just in a different way. So if volatility spikes, I would say you also have more opportunity at your doorstep. And here's why. So generally speaking, there is an inverse relationship between volatility and market prices. So if volatility does spike, 
we can rest assured that 19 times out of 20, if not even more than that, market prices will have fallen. Well, if you are a passive investor, I can reasonably deduce that you are long stocks. You are not short stocks. In other words, you want stocks to go up in value. So you might be thinking, Jim, volatility spikes, my portfolio goes down. How in the world does that bring me more opportunity? Well, here's how. If you have a long-term time horizon, long-term could be 10 years, 20 years, 30, 40, or 50 years, right? That's going to be different for everybody, and it's going to depend on where you are at you know, in your own life cycle. Not only your life cycle in general, but your investing life cycle for that matter. Well, if you have a very long-term time horizon, like I would argue two decades or more, then the market going down, the market going way down, the market crashing could end up being the very best thing that could ever happen to you. And the reason why is you're going to be able to now buy everything at discounted prices. You're going to be able to load up in your portfolio and buy more Tesla and more Apple and more Facebook and more Netflix and more Pepsi and more whatever you're interested in at lower and lower prices. And so you're going to be improving your cost basis. You're going to be improving the price that you've paid on these investments. And then the only caveat here, and it's a big caveat, but it's a pretty reliable caveat, is you need those investments to come back. You need those investments to go higher. And, I mean, look at any chart over the stock market in any two-decade span, and it goes higher. Period. End of discussion. And so as long as you have time to wait, I would argue that a spike in volatility, even if you don't want to play the active side, if you're more of a passive investor, you can use this as an opportunity as well. You can use this as an opportunity to load up, to stockpile on your favorite stocks, wherever they might be. Knowing full well or banking on the fact that over the long term, stocks move higher. Now, if you have a very short term time horizon, right? Like if your life cycle, your situation is such that, hey, I don't have 20 years. I don't have 15 years. I don't have 10. I barely have five, Jim. What do I do? Well, that's a separate podcast for sure. But here are a couple of things to think about. You probably don't want to have as much of your capital allocated to like super risky assets like stocks, like equities, because you, you can't afford to be exposed to all the volatility. Or maybe you choose like really high dividend paying stocks that are more shielded from these volatile storms that we are experiencing. Now, the shield may not be as great as you think it is, but it will be there nevertheless. Or you might want to think about an option strategy where you take a lot of risk off the table and you're really you know, not exposed to volatility but you're still able to enjoy or reap the benefits of being exposed to the equity markets. And you know, that's like that's like 2, 3, 5 levels down the road right now from where this podcast is. And so we'll save that for a future show, but I just wanted to make the point today that volatility means something. It's more than just a number. It is not some some abstract idea or some just irrelevant concept that has no tie-in to the market whatsoever. No, it's a number on the screen that has a huge meaning. And we are now feeling it in the last few weeks in the financial markets today. So that is it, man. That's all I've got. I appreciate you guys. As always, I appreciate you guys so much. And so definitely give the podcast a thumbs up. Leave me a review and a rating. That would help me out so much if you did that. And share this podcast with your best friend today. 
We'll see you guys Friday. Hey guys, real quick. Just wanted to make you guys aware if you don't already know about this. Uh, every Tuesday night, Autumn and I get on Facebook live at 8.15 Central Standard Time for about a half an hour. And man, we just answer questions. We have an open discussion about all things fitness, finance, and faith. And we've been doing this for all of 2018, and it's been a lot of fun, and we really look forward to it every week. And so I wanted to make you guys aware and invite you guys to join us on the next Tuesday. You know, as your schedule permits, man. I mean, we're all busy. We're all super busy. And so just pop in for a few minutes, you know, just kind of be a casual observer or bring a question or a comment or an issue or whatever. Facebook live every Tuesday night, 8.15 Central Standard Time. I will see you guys there.